Hello and welcome back to the Roswell Beer Podcast. This being the second episode, I would just like to say a big thank you to everyone that tuned in and listened to the first. I know it wasn't perfect, it might have been painful in parts, but anyway, thank you. If you found it humorous, if you enjoyed what I was saying, if any of it was relatable to you in your routine and how you go about doing things and that's great uh, because the main focus of doing these podcasts is to just get things out there and if there's any participation that happens and occurs that's great but the main focus for me anyway is you know to get a conversation going hopefully uh, like I said back and forth would be great to get that going and happening i am going to make a conscious effort not to say um or ums or just make stupid noises to fill in that empty space you know because i'm trying to think of what i want to say and how i want to say it but i do have notes i have notes that i'm looking at that i'm referring to and i might have practiced this a couple of times so i want the quality and the content to be as good as it can be for you guys listening and i just want you to enjoy enjoy these I mean I'm I'm enjoying the process of doing and making so I just want you guys to enjoy listening I hope anyway also guys uh yes this Roswell Babe creation has an Instagram account and I would be so grateful if you could head on over and give it a follow I, I'll just describe the content. So basically, yeah, it is at the moment self-help stuff. I do some illustrations and it's just, it's it's feel-good stuff. It's positive stuff. You can't really miss it, okay? So the um, the icon, like the in the circle, there is my logo, which is an alien and there's a UFO above it. And it's got a black background and it's like, it's neon lit, shall we say? It looks sparky. It's a sparky green. Anyway, the main character of the alien kind of resembles that that dog. There's a cartoon. There's a Disney. I think it's either Disney or Pixar or DreamWorks. There's something out there that has a lizard that's the main character. And Johnny Depp. Yes, Johnny Depp voiced this character. What is that called? Oh, my God. One minute. This is going to hit me. It's going to hit me any second. Ja- not Django. Django was a Quentin Tarantino film. No, wait, Rango. I'm sure. I'm positive. Okay, Rango. My little character dude looks like Rango. Anyway, you cannot miss it. If you could follow, that would be awesome, and I would really appreciate it. So, please, yeah, support is everything when it comes to little creative ventures like this. And I have to say, you know, a big shout out to my friends who are being really supportive and giving great advice. It means the world. Really does. Yes, so that's Roswell Babe. It's all one word and I'll spell it out. Yep, here we go. R-O-S-W-E-L-L-B-E-B-E. You should be able to find that on Instagram. I really do hope so. Otherwise, I have ballsed up epically. But no, that does exist. Go find, go follow. Much love. Thank you. Okay, guys, the uh, topic for this episode, it's going to be a COVID rant. I apologize in advance. There's a few things I need to just get out there, get off my chest and just talk about. Um, You know, I'm not going to really be talking about the virus as such. It's more people's behaviors and attitudes, especially with what I've experienced given where I work. And I'll, I'll get into that in a couple of, couple of seconds, a couple of minutes. We'll see. <laughs> okay, so first of all, Believe it or not, I I 
had a lot of topics that I wanted to talk about in this episode, but honestly, with the amount of overtime that I've been putting in at work, the only thing that has been on my mind has been COVID-19 and how people are reacting and responding. Because I, I am fully happy to disclose I work in a supermarket and the overtime that I've received has been purely to man and work the doors, basically feed people in, you know, sanitise trolleys, hand out trolleys to them, explain to people that it's beneficial that only one person comes into the store while someone else waits in the car because that makes us a bit safer and it makes the customers a little bit safer. It's all about numbers and how many people, you know, are shopping in the shop at the same time so you know trying to minimize the risk okay so that is what i'm going to be talking about and i completely understand if you guys are fed up to the back teeth of hearing just covid stuff it's it's getting tiring it's getting you know irritating i understand that but there's still there's still a lot of things that we need to talk about because you know if in in my opinion if the virus itself isn't you know how can I how can I word this <laughs> okay so it, you know if the virus is bad which it is it's 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 terrible it's nasty it shouldn't exist but it does like that's that's one part right the second part being people are excuse the language fucking stupid I am angry and pissed at how fucking dense people are especially the people who live in my goddamn city Okay, I don't know if I have much love for the city I live in. It's it's kind of like a Marmite thing. I'm happy to disclose I live in Sunderland. It isn't Newcastle, people. It's Sunderland. Okay, so yes, I know where I'm going to be going with this episode and with this topic. You know, if I offend people, tough shit. Like, I'm so fed up. <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> No, I do. I don't want to offend you guys. I'm just hoping that what I'm seeing, you you understand where I'm coming from with what I what I'm going to be talking about and seeing. <laughs> it's just it's one of those things, guys. And yeah, we're gonna get into it. Okay, so when this thing kicked off, like when when it first started, and it it spread like wildfire. Like, I mean, the panic buying. It was literally like within a within a day or two days it, I don't know how it really how word got round I don't know why people literally just lost their shit and started bulk buying I, I kind of pinpoint when that happened but I remember I was at work and I don't know I must have must have I must have been doing a six or an eight hour shift and I kept walking down the aisles like because I work on I work on clothing separate section but I was walking down the aisles like the canned food um the the fresh and like the freezer section so I had a good walk around and I'm not joking it was literally like locusts had descended it was a shock and I kept, I kept going out the back and I was asking some of my friends that work on the grocery delivery I was like are we expecting more delivery what's happening why why is this occurring and you know the general consensus was people have you know clicked on that this virus is going to hit us hard and it, it word has word just spread you know via either social media the news um but obviously this was before 
any announcements were kind of being made by, you know, the Prime Minister or by any health secretaries. It was like we knew what was happening in other countries and how bad it was. And then probably just taking, you know, information from other countries. Maybe that's what caused like the panic. Maybe I'm not 100 percent on that. I just remember being at work and witnessing that like within a, within a couple of days, shelves were stripped and we couldn't keep up. You know, I mean, the supply chains, I have to stress this, where we get the stock from, um, all fine, all good, plenty of stock, but it's the logistics of getting it from A to B and then us getting it on the shelf. So that's kind of where the issue was occurring, um, just due to manpower. And this, again, was before restrictions were put in place. So when we were getting the stuff on the shelves, it was going because believe it or not people we have to wait for wood higher up before anything can be put in place to manage the the chaos shall we say but anyway on that particular shift i uh i remember talking to a couple of elderly people but there was one uh elderly gentleman in particular and i i thought he was with someone and he looked like a little bit lost and I kind of just like shadowed him around the shop and I asked if he was okay and he was fine. In fact, he went to self-scan and he only he only got two items, people. He only got like, I think it was like the microwavable pack of beans, you know, the Heinz beans. And um, it was a can, it was a can of something. I think it was like a can of like uh, baby potatoes or something. So he literally just bought two items and he says, he just said, oh, do you know what's going on with uh, with all of the shelves being empty? And I was just... You know, when you take a step back and it's like, this this poor gentleman is, he's going to find it hard within the next, you know, few weeks, months. And I, I just remember thinking, I really hope you have got family and friends that are going to be able to rally around and get you what you need. And I just, I just said, oh, people are just being silly, this will pass. And yeah, it's been a good few weeks and things are getting a little bit better, but that initial that initial stint at the beginning with the panic buying was ridiculous it it was embarrassing as well people people will literally just turn on each other anyway by the by that was a bad shift and i remember going home and i was having some food in the kitchen and i guess i was just kind of like like reflecting on the deer and my mom just said you know a couple of words you know make a cup of tea blah blah and then it was just the are you okay? And then I started crying. I'm not joking. I literally started crying like a baby, getting myself in a bit of a state, you know, you know, as you do. I'm not a, I, I cry ugly. If anyone ever sees me cry, I am an ugly crier. But I, I just remember saying to my mom, look, this is going to get bad. And I'm a little bit scared. And I remember telling her that, obviously, you know, I don't think we ever expected to witness anything like this in our lifetime at all, but it's here, so. Okay, so now uh, a few weeks have passed and we have the policy of uh, one person per household. And I know policies differ from store to store, but I have to say that we, my store, obviously not going to say which store I work at but we have definitely tried our best to keep people safe and sanitize as we go every trolley that gets handed out 
get sanitised and, you know, we are trying to implement that everyone takes a goddamn trolley. Reasons for that, you taking a trolley is purely to give a bit distance. You've got a trolley in front of you, that's your force field. That's your barrier, shall we say. If someone gets in your way, feel free to give them a bit of a nudge with it. If someone starts giving you a load of abuse, feel free to pick up your trolley and throw it at them. You know, feel free to, to cave their head in. That might have been too far. Please don't do that. <laughs> anyway, so that to me isn't a big deal. It's not, you know, it's not that big of a policy or an issue. For me, anyway. However, people that come to the store feel that it is impossible for them to do their shopping without their spouses or their sister or their second cousin twice removed. Look, it isn't rocket science. A bit of planning and preparation. You can come into a store and believe it or not, you could probably shop for up to three or four people. There are ways around things. And if you feel like you may struggle, guess what? There are staff members in that store, you know, that will help you. Because that's kind of what we get paid to do. So, all of the excuses I have heard, you know, while being on the section to hand out the trolleys, because now it's, like I said, it's compulsory that everyone takes a trolley. Oh, well, I'm only picking up one item. Or, oh, I'm only going to the pharmacy. Or, oh, I don't need that. I just want to blah, whatever. Literally, the amount of excuses I've had has done my titties in. Literally. Also, the amount of abuse that I have witnessed, you know, uh, towards my colleagues, me personally, I haven't really had the abuse. I might have had minor attitudes, you know, maybe on the spectrum to like Amber, not so much in the red. I've been lucky, okay? It's been shocking, disgusting and ridiculous. And the fact that no colleague that I work with has lost their shit yet is, you know, it, it's impressive. And it goes to show that I work with some really awesome strong-minded strong-willed people who won't let won't let abuse get to them but i wouldn't blame them if it if it did if it did snap because there's been stories that i've heard and it's been it's been a shock to hear them i uh I, like i said i only really have got attitude to maybe in the amp scale but nothing i cannot really deal with <laughs> i haven't gone home crying because someone's been exceptionally nasty to me yet that could very well still happen you know i try and be as polite as i can be just like i know all of my colleagues that i work with we try and be extremely polite to you know people that we have to talk to like to remind them of our policy so for example Let's, let's see if I can remember. Yes, there was a couple and they were going to Argos. We have an Argos in our store and maybe I'm just kind of giving breadcrumbs as to what store I actually work at. But by the by, they weren't actually going to be shopping around the store to get groceries, etc. So the next question I asked was, does it take two? Does it require two of you guys? Is it a big item, etc.? To which, you know, the cogs were kind of turning in the heads. It's like, well, it's, it's just a garden chair. And, you know, I guess it was one of them sun lounger things. 
to which you know we've got we've got a, a dude and a female standing so in my mind i'm thinking well the guy's bigger the guy could probably manage this by himself to, but that, that's not how it went there. The, the female was like, oh, well, I'll have to go because you won't know what you're doing. Uh, I just have to say, it's pretty straightforward now because Argos are just doing a click and collect policy. You peer online, you read out some numbers via get you your item. I am very sure that that guy could have managed that. Um, so I went away to the car and, uh, yeah, the, the, the woman was like, well, I've seen couples go in and... You know, I have to respond with, well, we ask each couple if they're doing multiple shops, if they're doing separate shops, if that is the case. And obviously everyone gets an individual trolley. Um, again, you know, we also say to couples, oh, well, is there a way that maybe only one of you can come in the shop to do what you need to do? You know, we ask quite a few questions to try and sieve through the people, the amount of people that we're going to let in the store. But anyway, I guess she had her nose pushed out of joint by that, and she was just, she was just being a bit of a dick, as we all can be. So yeah, I wasn't really angry about that. It was just trying to get my point across of like I have to do this. Please stop taking it personally. I'm not having a go or a dig at you. I have to ask everyone, you know kind of a, a set of questions like I said so I can try and sieve out the people who do not need to be in the store it's it's just what we are being told to do and I completely agree with it like I said less people in the store less risk for everyone and we don't want to you know be causing unnecessary distress or you know headaches for people but does it really take that much to just to comply like I, I don't I don't know I would like to see that the ratio of people that have been dishing out the abuse have been middle-aged and guess what majority of them women yeah yeah what are you going to say about that you feminists again no offense that was just a off the hand joke <laughs> Uh, I just get a bit nervous sometimes. By the by, I keep saying that as well. Maybe that's my new um. Maybe by the by is my new um. Sorry about that, guys. I went a bit off. <laughs> Look, it's uh, it doesn't take much to be polite, to be nice, and to just try and comply and get your head around why somewhere is implementing these restrictions and policies. It really doesn't. So maybe going back to my statement of it's Sunderland, what what can you expect? Literally, maybe it's something in the water that kills the brain cells. That's why I've decided to only drink Highland water. Not sparkling, just your bog standard Highland water. Comes from Scotland. Purified. Yeah. That wasn't me plugging that, by the way. That was just me seeing what I've started drinking. <laughs> Again... I would just also like to point out at this little section here, anything that I do recommend, I am creating your Instagram stories, which you can find, which you can flick through. So there will be an Instagram story that has episode two recommendations. So that's obviously the first thing I believed that I've recommended is Highland Water. Witnessing a lot of families trying to come in the shop and do their shopping is another thing. And you know what? 
I know that we probably all do suffer from a bit of cabin fever every now and then. You know, even before this whole COVID-19 thing started, you know, sometimes you could just kind of get fed up with being at home. Uh, yeah, it, it happens, but there is no reason that I can see why on a, a pod a family should be trying to come into a supermarket and do their shopping. The amount of germs, etc. Yes, I know we are sanitising the trolleys, but still, that is just a risk I would not take whatsoever. Like, literally, Dad can steer outside with Baby and Mum can do shopping or vice versa. Dad can go and do the shopping and Mum can wait outside with said Baby. I just don't understand why people are still trying and it's it's just the excuse after excuse and then you know people trying to get smart to the system that we're trying to implement and then they kind of split in the queue where they are trying to appear as if they're not together and then they meet up on the shop floor that's just stupid seriously that is just really stupid you you can't understand that these that these policies have been put in place to try and protect you as best as they can and you're still just going to say, oh no, screw that, we're doing our shopping, we're doing our shopping together. Like, wow. Yeah. But all I can say is I, I wonder what you will say should you come down with COVID-19. But like, like... People will literally bring this upon themselves just due to their ignorance. And I don't know if it's funny or if it's just a tragedy. Like, is it tragic that you weren't smart to enough to think, oh, hang on a minute, should really kind of go with the advice that has been given and protect one's family? No, oh no, God, God forbid anyone tells you what to do because that's kind of the impression that I'm getting in, in Sunderland in general is God forbid that anyone tells anyone how something is they don't like that and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how polite you are and how much you try to explain oh no you you cannot tell them how it's going to be uh-huh not a, not a damn thing you can do about it because they're set in their very small, delicate, fragile, probably crack-ridden mind. Was that too harsh? I don't think so. I don't think I was too harsh. I'm actually patting myself on the back right now. Ay ay ay. On on the bright side, is there a bright side? Yes, there is. There ours is a little bit of a bright side. Um, for, for for the amount of asshole customers and stupid ass customers and just 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 fucktarded customers, there are little gems who have you know bought sweets and give them to staff members and have said you guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. Uh, it's a difficult time, but you're holding it together, and we appreciate everything that you guys are doing. Having those little moments from customers, it has been. A boost and you know there might not be many incidents of that happening but when it does happen it it really does pick everyone up and 
You, you know, even telling the story to other colleagues that might not have witnessed it. You know, you tell them, oh, there was this, there was this little old lady, and, and she bought, uh, well, she actually bought me and a couple of my other colleagues, and probably everybody else on the shop floor. She handed out uh, the of uh, little eggs. Is it Lindor? Yes, it, the, the Lindor chocolate, and they were beautiful. It was only only little, but oh, it made my dear. And I I I ate it in one like one munch. It was delicious. But uh, I guess there's not much I can really say anything else, like apart from that. The good is great and it gives us a boost, but goddamn, the ignorance of people is laughable. And this, this has been my rant. I would like to thank you for listening to my rant. I understand that the whole COVID-19 thing topic it's getting a bit thin and everyone's talking about it and there's a lot of you know facebook posts but i had to do this podcast uh, about this because it's been on my mind uh, because i've just witnessed a lot of a lot of negative but i'm hoping the positive is coming this has to pass this will pass and for everyone that's a key worker and is you know, doing their thing. I, I have a lot of admiration for everyone. Yeah, NHS workers, shop workers, even the guys delivering takeaways. Domino's, Amazon, there's a, there's a list. And I am very, very grateful and appreciative to all, all of those sectors. I really am. You have been galactically awesome. I have been your awesomely awkward host. Thank you for listening. Keep coming back. It's going to be cool.